just going to read uh, just very quickly a couple of verses of scripture in Psalm 145, starting in verse 1. I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. And we're going to talk this morning about His excellent greatness for just a few minutes. Let's pray for the Word one more time, Lord. Help us today to receive Your Word, to be made better by it. In the name of Jesus, we give You the honor and glory and praise. Amen can be seated to the grievers glad to see you today love y'all his excellent greatness now this is uh easier to preach than teach but i felt led today in our this early morning sunday school class uh to talk about his excellent greatness. And I've, I've preached about his excellent greatness and, and talked a lot um, about these things, but we need to remember, because we make a big deal out of a lot of stuff. We magnify a lot of things in this life. And, you know, if as the days go by, if you let... If you let the days keep passing with everything else being magnified and blown up and not the Lord, then you've got a lot of weight on you. You've got a lot of stress. And you've got a lot of worry. and you've, your, your mind is in the wrong place. But we need to learn and remember every day to wake up and remember this great, powerful God that we serve. And remember that it's not uh, just somebody in a history book that we are devoted to, but it's a living God. We serve a living God, a speaking God, a God who is eternal. He's the first and the last, the beginning and the end, Alpha and Omega. He has always been and He will always be. And we need to remember that He's real in our life. We need to remember His excellent greatness. Like I said, we spend enough time making a big deal out of everything else. And uh, I believe today that we should just magnify the Lord. That's, I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. We, we magnify so many things that don't need to be magnified. Sometimes we make mountains out of molehills, and sometimes we really do have great big issues and problems, but it's still not bigger than God. And I would say that we're wrong to say that we serve a big God. Because our God, that, that puts a limit on Him to say that He's big. God is limitless. I'm trying to, again, I'm trying to teach and not preach so much. It's easy to get excited. But His greatness is unsearchable, the Scripture says. You'll never be able to find the boundaries of His greatness. Search the stars, the unknown universe, and you won't find the end of His greatness. 
use a microscope and search the depth and the complexity of the atomic structure, and you still will not be able to find any boundaries of His greatness. We've got to do more than sing about Him. We've got to do more than just come to His house on Sunday. We've got to do more than just know that He's real. We've got to know who He is according to His excellent greatness. And I hope that we've not forgotten His excellent greatness. I, I hope that it still excites us when we think about who my Father is. And that I am a child of the King of Kings. And that everything that I need, I can have supplied. And that He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And that He supplies all my needs according to His riches and glory. It's exciting to be the child of royalty. It's exciting to be the, uh, a child of the King of Kings. Am I waking y'all up yet? I hope that the wonderful has not become common because of repeated exposure. Some things that we think are great and awesome and, uh, and we love it so much and, and it excites us. After repeated exposure, it, kinda, it, can, it can lose that effect. Sometimes I'll take a sip of Dr. Pepper and, I, and, and a tear will come to my eye and I'll, I'll just think, I forgot how much I love you, Dr. Pepper. I'm sorry that I had a Sprite the other day. I'm sorry that you've become common. I love you, Dr. Pepper. That really happened the other day. I had a Dr. Pepper the first time in a while and it was beautiful. Burned all the way down. But on a not-so-funny side of things, I hope that the greatness of God and His, His majesty has not become common because we're so used to coming in and going out. Coming in, going out. Here's another Sunday. Here's another Monday. Here's another Wednesday. We need to be aware that God does not lose power throughout the week. That He's the same God. That He's still all-powerful. He still has everything we need every time we come into His presence. God forbid that we should ever get out of church service and say it was dead today. Or service was okay today. Or service was pretty good today. And I can imagine God asking, you mean to tell me that I stood in your midst and you were unmoved or unchanged. Where two or three are gathered together in His name. He's there in the midst of us. He's here in the midst of us today. And every, everywhere that I read where Jesus was, something was changing. Something was happening. God help us to be moved and shaken by Your Spirit. And presence and glory. So I'm going to talk about His excellent greatness just a little bit today. He's not just a God that we serve. He's the God. Every being or person made into a God or an idol that is worshipped or that has ever been worshipped will one day acknowledge Him as God. Muhammad will bow. Confucius will bow. Nature will bow. Every being that has ever been worshipped will proclaim 
that Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. Every world dictator, every leader of man, every governmental official, every potentate, every emperor is going to fall on their knees and declare that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Every business mogul, every CEO, every general, every celebrity, every sports star, every Hollywood personality is going to line up on that day and confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. And that's who we serve. If you look at the tomb of someone like Muhammad, if you look at the tombs of the great pharaohs and some of these ones that are worshipped and held in high regard, you'll find that their bones are still in their tomb. If you check the tomb where Jesus laid, you'll find that it's empty. He is not here. He is risen and he is alive forevermore. If you look at the temple of Zeus in Greece, you'll find wreckage and you'll find ruin. If you look at the temple of Diana in Ephesus, you'll find ruin and find, uh, uh, you know, there's nothing uh, there. There's no power to it. But if you come into a temple like we're in today, how about this? Know ye not that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Our God is alive and resides in His temple. Sorry, I'm a little too awake for Sunday school today, it seems like. He's not one of many gods. He is the one and only God. He's not one path of many paths, but He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's not one out of a thousand, and He is definitely not one out of three. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. To whom shall ye liken me, or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? To whom shall ye liken me? I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another. Neither my praise to graven images. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be any after me. I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Jesus is the only name given among men whereby we must be saved. I think I read that somewhere. He said, I'm the first and the last. Well, didn't Jesus say, I'm the Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end? And beside me there is no God. Is there any God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. I am the Lord that maketh all things, that stretcheth forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. I am the Lord and there is none else. There is no God beside me. Jesus Yes, Jesus, who is referred to as Lord. He answered in one place and said, The first commandment is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. God speaks clearly for Himself on the subject of the oneness of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word... So God was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory. Now didn't the Lord say in the Old Testament, I won't give my glory to anybody else. God robed Himself in flesh. And it says that we beheld Him. Well, how could we behold an invisible God? We beheld Him as the only begotten of the Father. 
full of grace and truth. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. That's flesh and spirit. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. When asked to reveal himself to Moses, God said, I am. When Jesus was asked how he could know Abraham, he said, before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> Woo! When asked by the disciples to be shown the Father, Jesus said, How have you been with me this long? And still don't know that if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. There is one God. God is the Father. God is Jesus. God is the Holy Ghost. In the Old Testament, God said He's the Lord, and beside Him there's no Savior. In the New Testament, we see every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and beside Him there is no Savior. He is the Father. He is the Son. He is the Holy Ghost. We serve one magnificent, majestic, all-powerful God. I feel the Holy Ghost in Sunday school at 10 a.m. this morning. Praise God. Y'all said, Pastor, come back. Pastor, come back. I'm too tired. Here's what's so wonderful. This great God is sovereign. Doesn't matter what the economy does. Doesn't matter who sits in the Oval Office. Doesn't matter what the doctor says. Doesn't matter what the x-ray reads. God is in control. God doesn't have to consult with anyone. God doesn't have to uh, get advice from anyone. God doesn't have to ask anybody's permission. He is the healer. He is the mender. He's the restorer. He's in control. Great is the Lord. Our great God has been given a great name. Moses asked for it. David sang about it. Isaiah described it. But we have been baptized in it. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, of things in earth, of things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. I have access to the power that is in the name of Jesus. I know who He is, but I don't just know Him. I have been washed in His blood. I have been buried and baptized in the name of Jesus. And if you haven't gone down in the water in the name of Jesus, we can do that before we leave here today. I've been filled with His Spirit. I'm, and when I'm in trouble, I can call on the name of Jesus. When I'm sick, I can call on the name of Jesus. In the midst of the storm, I can call on the name that is above every name. Me and God are on a first name basis. I can call Him Jesus, and He will answer me. Mm. He's my comforter. He's my peace, my strength, my rock, my salvation, my hope, my joy. I'm His. He's mine. We pray in that name. Peace comes in that name. Healing comes in that name. Miracles happen in that name. Demons flee and are cast out in that name. Chains are broken in that name. Lives are transformed by that name. Addiction is broken by the power of the name of Jesus. And we are saved by the name of Jesus. And we are branded with the name of Jesus. I like to say that I'm signed, sealed, and delivered. He signed my freedom certificate with His blood. I've been washed and branded and signed with His blood. 
Scripture says we're sealed until the day of redemption. And Paul wrote in one place that he has delivered, he does deliver, and we have hope that he will yet deliver. I've been signed, sealed, and delivered by the name of Jesus. Great is the Lord. And while he's all these things, am I okay? Do I need to dial it back a little bit? While he's all these things, I don't get to teach Sunday school very often. So I, I, I'm just, I won't go. While he's all these things, he wrapped himself in a robe of flesh, came to the earth, walked among men, bore my shame, bore my sin, died on a cross, conquered death, hell, and the grave, and rose again. And is gone away to prepare a place for me, so that I may be with him forever. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Mm. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. That's in Isaiah 53. He made a way for me to be washed in his saving blood through baptism. He made a way for His Spirit to dwell in me and give me power through receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. And now I have power over sin and every device of the enemy. I have power to do the things that He's called me to do because He did what He did. But He is going to prepare a place for me. He's going away to prepare a place for you. We, we serve a great God that does a lot for us in this life. But there's a life to come. And when I remember that my life, whether I be, uh, live to, if the Lord were to take me out of here tomorrow, or I live to be 100 years old. If I remember that my life on this earth is the absolute shortest part of my existence. That there is a life to come. That there is eternity to come. And when I remember that He has He sustains me here, but He's gone away to prepare a place for me. That where He is, I may be also. And I'm not going to an Airbnb. I'm not going to a hotel where I've got to check out. But I'm going for eternity to be in the presence of the Lord in a place that He has prepared for me and you. And it still excites me to think about this great God preparing a great place for me and you. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. John 14 and 2, he said, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. Revelation 21 and 4, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Isn't it funny how that scripture makes you want to cry? <laughs> and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, 
nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. Mm. For the former things are passed away. And there shall be no night there. And they need no candle. Neither light of the sun. For the Lord God hath given them light. Mm. And they shall reign forever and ever. Is that a fairy tale to you? Or do you still remember and get excited that one day that's going to be my reality? The pain and sorrow of this world is going to be, it's going to be gone from memory. The, the trials and tests that I have endured and endure on a daily basis, that's going to be a thing of the past. Old, former things are passed away. I'm going to say it like the song says it. 1,200 miles high, 1,200 miles wide, 12 foundations, and each foundation is the name of an apostle. There are 12 gates, and the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl. The street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. Doesn't that sound like somewhere to reside? To call home. But even more than that, sitting on the throne in this city is the Lamb slain from the foundation of the earth. And His name is Jesus. I'm going to touch the hands that took the nails from me. I'm going to see my Savior face to face. Faith is going to end in sight when I look upon Him. When I look upon His face. I'm going to look my Jesus in the eyes and I'm going to talk with him. I'm going to live with my Jesus forever. No more dying, no more crying, no more sorrow, no more stress, no more sickness. Only joy everlasting. Great is the Lord. Great is the Lord. Is anybody still excited about this place that we're going? Is anybody still excited? I'm telling you, we serve a God that's awesome. We serve a God that's great. God, help us not to forget it. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Can I read you some scripture for a few minutes? Oh, magnify the Lord with me. That's why we need to be careful about magnifying everything else. Only thing we're told to magnify is the Lord. Let us exalt His name together. Blessed be Thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in the earth is Thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and Thou art exalted as head above all. He's above all. Both riches and honor come from thee. Thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might. And in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. It's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. There's never a night, a day that goes by that he's not faithful. God is faithful. 
God is faithful. God is faithful. I have seen men and women live and die by those words. God is faithful. And I'm here to proclaim with us that are alive and remaining, God is faithful and he'll be faithful tomorrow. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Make a joyful noise unto him with songs. For the Lord, our God, is great. A great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is in his hand also. The sea is his and he made it. His hands formed the dry land. Oh, come and let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord and bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O sing unto the Lord a new song. For he hath done marvelous things. He has done marvelous things. In his right hand and in his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Who healeth all thy diseases. Mm. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Oh, hallelujah. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty. Praise ye the Lord. O give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Can I go a little further? O give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Who he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Has anybody been redeemed? Well, I'm going to proclaim it. I've been redeemed. Oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise to thee, even with my glory. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I'll sing praises unto thee among the nations. For thy name is great above the heavens, and the truth reacheth unto the clouds. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun. 
from the rising of the sun even into the going down of the same the name of the Lord is to be praised not unto us O Lord not unto us but unto thy name give we glory for thy mercy and for thy truth sake oh give thanks unto the Lord for he is good because his mercy endureth forever praise ye the Lord praise ye the name of the Lord praise him O ye servants of the Lord ye stand in the house of the Lord in the courts of the house of our God praise ye the Lord for the Lord is good sing praises to his name for it is pleasant oh give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endureth forever oh give thanks unto the God of gods for his mercy endureth forever oh give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endureth forever have to forgive me this morning sometimes we need like I said a little schooling sometimes when we're dragging in the church doors on Sunday morning we need to be reminded of this great God that we serve and it says this praise ye the Lord praise God in his sanctuary praise him in the firmament of his power praise him for his mighty acts Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with the string instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Some people don't like it loud. I say push past it and bless the Lord. Praise Him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Anybody else realize just who they're in the presence of today? Let me tell you that this great God that I have talked about and read about today is in this place. He's in this room. I said it at the beginning, where two or more are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst of them. The Lord is in this room. We have been desensitized by superheroes, magic, the force. There's conspiracy theories, distrust. We don't know what to believe. We don't know what's real. Is this all a simulation? <laughs> That's the big one now. Let me tell you that the God we serve is very real. And before there was anything else to confuse us, He was there. Before there was anything else created, He was there. If you're going to look to what the real thing is, let me tell you that Jesus Christ is the real thing. And He's real in this place today. It's not a fairy tale. Your body can be healed. Your mind can be... Your life can be transformed. Because the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and this great and powerful God that we serve is in this place. Will we not magnify Him? Will we not worship Him? I think it's in order for just a minute. And I'm, hey, I, I'm, I'm finished. I think it's in order for just a moment. 
before we go into the, the real service today, if we would stand on our feet and lift our hands, maybe clap our hands. I'm not commanding you to do it. I'm inviting you to do it. Could we stand together and with no music or anything right now, could we clap our hands and lift our voice and somebody just praise the Lord according to His excellent greatness? I'm not, I'm not talking about 10 seconds. I'm, ta- I'm talking, let's take about a minute right now and praise the Lord, not because of anything else except His excellent greatness. the atmosphere changing in this room right now because when the praises go up something starts moving and stirring hallelujah Yeah, outside of these walls, I got issues and circumstances and things to deal with. I got bills that's got to be paid. Some of them don't know how they're going to be paid. I got, got cares and burdens of this life. Most we got loved ones that are sick. We got family members that are going crazy. Got job trouble, uncertainty. In the world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I can magnify everything I've got to deal with outside these walls. I can magnify my problems and my troubles. I can magnify my worry, my stress, and anxiety. But I think today I'm going to magnify the Lord. Because He's bigger than my sickness. He's greater than my troubles. He's able to handle my job situation. He's able to handle my finances. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, is my provider. He's able to handle my family situation. He's able to handle the fear and stress and anxiety that I deal with. I I think I'm going to lay that on the altar today and magnify the Lord because He is great and greatly to be praised. He supersedes everything else that I'm dealing with. He goes beyond everything else that I'm dealing with. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Let me tell you, before we dismiss Sunday school today and we move into our main service, I hope this helps us as we enter in to His gates today. 
church, if we're not careful, we'll, we'll magnify everything else. And we'll come in and we can't even focus on the Lord because there's too much trouble in our minds. There's too much that we're worried about. It's too much that we're stressed about. And I feel the Holy Ghost. I think we need to get back to a place where we remember it's not unrealistic to lay it on the altar. We, 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 we say things like, you know, nothing's ever easy. Money don't grow on trees. You know, you can't just, you know, wish upon a star and, and whatever. You know, stuff like that is fairy tales to us, but it's not a fairy tale. How, how much more do I have to, to read you today? He's our healer, our provider. Things that don't make sense. There's, for us, there's no way for this to be handled like this. But I still believe that in an altar, in a church, God can take care of years of dysfunction. God can take care of years of sickness. And I believe, I believe in, in, in Christian counseling. I believe in all that stuff. But I'm telling you, and, and any of our counselors that are in here would tell you that God can do more in two seconds in an altar than we can do with all of our ability and smarts and, and talent and anything that we have. And I, I, I wanted to remind us, and I felt in my spirit to remind us today that we serve a great God that has lost no power and we are still His children. We are still His children. He said, I'm not going to withhold anything from you. I'm not going to withhold anything from you. But do you believe today? Do you believe these things today? Let's lift our hands one more time and just pray. God, I thank You so much for Your Word. Thank you for the instruction of your word. God, I pray that what I've said today, or that I've, I believe I've been in your will, I pray that this word would transform our hearts and minds, our way of thinking, our perspective. And as we, Lord, enter into this next service, I believe that it's not just a schedule, not just a program, but that you're going to be here in the midst of us and you're going to move mightily among your people today if you believe that would you shout in Jesus name and would you clap your hands to the Lord and shout unto God with a voice of triumph great is the Lord